It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. A fine pair brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. It's Wednesday, December 7th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. It's a great day in Calgary. It's beautiful now. Oh, yeah. This is the wildest thing about living in this place is yesterday it was like minus 23, minus 30 something with the wind. Today, plus one. When I woke up, I think it was like still minus, what, 16, minus 17? It was minus 22 when I got into my truck. And then within an hour, it was minus one. <laughs> one hour, and it warmed up that much. Yeah. That's insane. That is incredible. And people said there were big discrepancies in different parts of the city this morning as... You know, as the Chinook hit parts and not others. And yep. it's just wild, though, that it could, the weather can change that fast. It's crazy. Like If you don't like the weather, you just wait five minutes. Oh it's literally God. true in Calgary. <sighs> On today's show. How many times do you have to say that? Uh, I love right it. Now? it. I is just love it. really burning on me. Here. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just every single, like multiple times a day, well, it I'll seems. be sure to floor it then. Yeah. I will be sure to floor it. Yeah. Some. I think people are going to hopefully get sick of it as well soon. I think they're digging it. Yeah, yeah, for now they are. they're digging it. Until they hear it as much as I do, and then maybe not so much anymore. On today's show, since it is Wednesday, we got a heritage moment. We're going to talk about face, panties, workplace injuries, a little more on house arrest. Mm-hmm. A couple etymologies, one really funny one. Something they do on the East Coast that we both found hilarious. Shauna proposes a new airline to fill a, a hole in the, in the market that's about to open up. Yeah. One of the funniest names for a life-threatening disease. Uh, A saying that you've definitely heard that's probably come in handy at some point. And a eulogy after your out-of-context clip of the show. Bet your girlfriend panties with your face on them. VNS in 20 minutes or less. I know we already did a eulogy this week, Shauna, but I was hoping you could eulogize everyone's lip skin. I think that's needed. Yeah. My God, I mean, it's I might, awful. I think I say this every time, every year at this you time. You do, but yeah. I don't know if my lips have ever been so chapped. We talked. We it was like a couple weeks ago. We talked about how your lips were the chappest they've ever been. Chapped. It's been like a month. Yeah, visibly chapped lips. And it's funny because when I snowboard, they always get really chapped. So yes. I've been snowboarding, and I was like, oh, I just chalked it up to that. But n- no, it's e- it's even worse. Like it's yeah, it's awful. We've said before that with the elevation and the dry air, Calgary's got to be the chapped lips capital of Canada. Chapped lips, um, chapped ass, Canada, <laughs> capital Canada. Yep. Our asses do get chapped sometimes too. They sure do. I've mm-hmm. tried, you know, I've tried all different kinds of bombs. I've tried going no bomb ass at all. Ass bombs? No. Do, okay. Lip bombs? <laughs> I don't believe they make an ass bomb yet. They but that's do. Not a bad idea. They do. What? Anyway, that's a time for that's a story let's, for another day. Let's talk about that tomorrow. Yeah, maybe. We'll, we'll get on that. Pencil yeah. that in for tomorrow. Yep. Um, scheduled. I've tried going no bomb because there are some people who subscribe to the conspiracy theory that bomb is actually drying your lips out. Yep. That didn't work. Nothing has worked. And I'm clearly not the only one because I went to the store yesterday to get some lip balm, not ass balm, and the rack was totally picked over. Like there was, they had almost nothing for selection. So everybody is suffering from the chappedest lips ever. Okay. Our lip skin is dry and dead. Could you say a few words, Shauna? For sure, yeah. We are gathered here today to remember the skin of lip. (laughs) We're going to miss you. Our kisses now feel like sandpaper. It hurts to move our mouth, it burns to eat. Our lips now look like two sugared gummy bears, or gummy worms rather, crying out for moisture, like two dying worms shedding their skin. That's what it looks like. At this point, we're, we're considering just burning our lips off altogether. We've got a classic and dire case of skinless lip, and we dream of the day we may once again be able to experience the softness of your presence, skin of lip. Until then, 
Lip balm to lip chap. Lip crust to crust. <laughs> Eckler, do you gross. have a musical tribute for us? Gross. It is true, but I it's what it looks like. It's gross. Like two seriously dying worms. It's fine. They're molting. They're our lips. Like they're going to just molt together. Sorry. I opted for some Shakira. Oh, good. They're on fire tonight. You know my lips don't lie, and I'm starting to feel it's dry. V and S in 20 minutes or less. I was fixing my snowboard bindings yesterday, and I heard myself saying righty-tighty, lefty-loosey as I was doing it. And I was thinking about just how awesome that phrase is. I was like, who coined righty-tighty, lefty-loosey? That's something that we learn fairly young. Like, I learned that, I think, pretty young. Yeah. And I still use it to this day. It's pretty universal. Yeah. Except, do you ever come across a... Like a, a one screw that's that threads up. backwards, yes. and you're just like, this isn't right. I know. Or even like a tap that turns the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah. The Everything I know is, is a lie. I know. <laughs> Honestly, when I was like, no, somebody needs to change this right now. With a t- <laughs> Who didn't know righty tighty lefty loosey here? But I was thinking about those phrases that you, you know, you learn when you're really young and you kind of keep them with you. I have a friend who still gets her uh, directions mixed up left or right so she'll oh. still lift her hands to go which one makes the L because you're taught that yep. as well right to know which one's left and I'm like or when man you're talking directions the the acronym for northeast southwest oh yeah did you, what did you learn growing up never eat shredded wheat me too yeah I forget what Bo came home and they have a different one now oh. they say the kids are saying a different one is shredded wheat offensive <laughs> shredded wheat has been cancelled <laughs> oh no we can't say that anymore shredded <laughs> wheat has a dark history it really does so <laughs> no, it, was something, it, was, it was soggy waffles or something it oh. was yeah I mean shredded wheat isn't that common so maybe that's why but I, super I, funny <laughs> I suppose, but it's so even the the like the days of the month saying right. I always m- mess that one up, but that's another one that we learned right. Where it's uh, which ones have thirty days and which one have thirty one. I don't know the saying, but you can lots do it with people, your knuckles too, right? Oh, with the bumps on your knuckles. The how do you do that? So you hold your you hold your knuckles up like yeah. you're playing a game of bloody knuckles, mm-hmm. and then the the high knuckles are the months with thirty one, and the low ones are oh. the ones with. Okay, yeah, but what if you punch somebody too much and one of your knuckles is abnormally large? If you one, then like, you can't do that. I have really bony. I think, I don't know. They're up for debate. They're all really big. Some of your days I have got 40 days and some only have 10. 40 days and 40 nights. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. In this book I'm reading right now, they mentioned a uh, historical figure who died of dropsy. The hell is dropsy? Dropsy is what people used to call... Edema, edema, I don't know how to say it, but oh, it's yeah. where the body retains fluid and swells up. That was the old name for, for that disease. And I want to know who named it. Who named it dropsy? Because I know we shouldn't laugh about serious and life-threatening diseases. No. But if they don't want us to laugh, they shouldn't have named it dropsy. But was this back in the time when, like, ring around the rosy, pocket full of posy was the thing that kids used to say? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like things were just... You almost made light of these horrific things because they happened all the time. That's like, what the chapter was about. The chapter was all about like the relationship with death that people had back then and how we we kind of like we don't talk about it. It's rude to talk about death. Yeah. You know, people die kind of behind closed doors. We don't, it's not out. And it said back then, like death was just everywhere. Yeah, back then, people, kids were singing and, and, and laughing. Like, about, oh, yeah. And we were nicknaming <laughs> diseases that could kill you. Dropsy. Dropsy. It's like, <laughs> it's like, and I say, whoopsie pupsy. That's a really serious disease that's going to kill you, though. <laughs> whoopsie pupsie. You, you, like, you got dropsy. One minute he was there, and then the next minute he was gone. He just dropped. He night, night. The old dropsy. Oh. 
We should call it that. It's funny because you call it dropsy. There was a time, like doing etymology stuff, where we put like e onto the end mm-hmm. of things as part of a stylistic yep. or just like a you know a, a thing. And I'm like, that's so funny because now we do it to make things sound lighter. It was like back then, was it the same thing? <laughs> he you know, dropped. Like, he dropped dead. He dropped. He dropped. Oh, it's dropsy. <laughs> We'll call it dropsy. So weird. You know? <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I don't know if you saw this yesterday, Beckler, but uh, Air Canada just announced they're going to stop flying from Saskatchewan to Alberta. Like completely stop flying? Yeah. Not even just reducing their routes, but Mm-mm. not flying at all? No. From Calgary to Regina or Saskatoon, not going to happen anymore, which used to be a standard flight. Isn't there quite a bit of traffic between those I two places? I so. In fact, so many people stop in in Calgary on their way to other places as well because this is the closest major airport to those cities. So I'm very confused as to why this is a thing. But here we are. Also, I'm going to wreak some havoc on my whole long-distance relationship thing because those are the flights that I take. Uh, Now, there's other airlines that do offer them still, but of course, there's less competition. I'm terrified of the prices going up and how yeah. much that's going to cost. This is just another issue with our Canadian airline. Like, Air Canada is supposed to be a national airline that serves this country, yet this is the type of thing that's... Like, you're just going to stop fly, You can't fly to certain pe- provinces? Which are fairly close. Like, I know this happened during COVID with the East Coast, where they stopped flying out there. Yeah. And that was, that was causing all kinds of issues for people as well, but... And I get why, you know, not every airline maybe offers flights to, like, way up north and stuff, yeah. right? That's kind of specialized, but there's a million people in Saskatchewan, so... Yeah, like, there's a, a lot of people that I know that fly back and forth between Calgary and those two cities. I'm very you confused included, about this whole yeah. thing. I was thinking maybe I should start my own charter service. Okay. Just offer up my own for the prairie folk, just for Alberta and Saskatchewan, and offer a flights that goes go between for for all the Terries out there. Okay, <laughs> call it Terrier. Terrier. And it's only for us. Terrier. No one else is allowed on Terrier. Okay, it's just Terrier. the prairie folk that want it. Us. Terrier. Ter Terrier. A terrifying experience. No, that doesn't work. No, nope. no, no. You don't want it to be terrifying. What are some of the features you? of Terrier? Uh, well, it provides free Bud Light. Okay, I just offer it up. That comes with every every a Bud purchase. Bud with your ticket, yeah. You can smoke in the plane. Definitely. You can still smoke on the plane. I mean, a lot, of the, a lot of the planes still have the, you know, the cigarette things. Well, and especially the, the planes Terrier is going to be purchasing. They oh, are, they're not going to be. They're not going to be in good form. <laughs> they're old. No first class, because frig that, okay? Racing stripes. Absolutely. On the plane. No food offered, because it ruins Terry's buzz, obviously. So just drinks. <laughs> <laughs> We're drinking on an empty stomach today, Ter. I plan to get blackout. It's good. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. All right, so we got some other features for Terrier. Terrier, whatever we're calling it here. I like Terrier because it reminds me, it rhymes with Derrier, which is your ass. That's what uh, our friend Panacat pointed out here. He said the, the, <laughs> he said the flight attendants have to have the biggest dumpers. So you can play on the words derriere. 100%. They're going to be curvy either way. They're yeah. the, the curviest flight attendants you've ever seen. It's going to cause a problem when they're trying to move. It's going to have to have some extra wide aisles. Like we might have to take out a seat or two just to allow them to get through the aisles. No, Terry wants some brushing up against Oh, them. right. You're right. Narrow yeah. the aisles, Shauna. <laughs> Narrow the aisles. This reminds me of a friend of mine that has a dentist with particularly large breasts that he goes back to because she <laughs> sometimes rests her breasts atop his head. And anyway, Does she know sorry. she's doing that? Uh... He thinks she does intentionally. I'm like, mm. I. that's your dream, man. Anyway, Terry, it's fine. No, It's fine, you? Terry. <laughs> Panicat said the pilots have to all look like they got kicked out of the set of Top Gun. 
100%. And they're blasting danger zone as people get on board. Yeah. I was also thinking this airline will, like, it'll it'll be a rotating schedule of destinations, and mm-hmm. you can always fly to wherever the Oilers are playing that night on yeah. the road, or if there's an ACDC show somewhere. And I was thinking, like, the music, because they have that ambient music. Of course, that's ACDC. Yeah. Maybe instrumental. So maybe. But if, <laughs> you know, they fly to, like, Saskatoon, Regina, yep. Moose Jaw, and then if ACDC's playing in Glasgow, yeah. they'll fly to Glasgow that day. They so. still, because they're old planes, have the radio, too, and the radio is just all ACDC stations. Like, that's all, all the they time. play all, all the, time. the time. Oh, yeah. Just extra ashtrays, too. Panda Cat also said that the, the safety video is just instructions on how best to protect your beer in case of a crash. Absolutely. <laughs> Instead of protecting your baby, and it, they'll, they'll come along, and you know when there's babies, they go, uh, sir, you have to hold your baby in the protective mode as we're yep. taking off, and they say that about your beer. Uh, sir, you're going to have to hold that case of beer in protective mode as, as we take off. Okay. In the event of an emergency, please, yes. please secure your own beer before assisting your neighbor with theirs. Please stow your beer <laughs> underneath your seat for takeoff, please, and landing. Well, when Terry Air gets up off the ground, Shauna, uh, we'll have to bring them on as a sponsor of this podcast. I think so. But until then, your sponsor for this podcast is Shane Holmes. You can move in sooner to one of Shane Holmes' quicker possession duplexes. Starting from the 490s, these 1,624-square-foot paired homes feature large bedrooms and next-level soundproofing. For more info, visit ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. Okay, I, I just thought of a logo for Terry Air. Okay. Okay, so it's... The T is a woman's leg spread open. Oh, my and you God. Have a- <laughs> it's got to have a Terry gonna, logo. It's going to look was, like a Y unless she's doing the full-on split. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to make both. It's, it'll be style, style, like yeah, a little bit of style the, in there, but you'll get it. The T can be a woman's legs <laughs> fully in the splits. And then the Y on Terry, at the, the end of Terry... Is a, a less dart. flexible woman right. who can't quite get to the full splits. Or a but cigarette, but yeah, that's actually God. better. <laughs> my God. It's going to be beautiful. No, the eye is a cigarette, and then the dot is the dot, the smoke. Yeah, right. Okay, great. That works. I covered it. This is a disaster. VNS in 20 minutes or less. Friend of the show, Carly, sent me a story from St. John's, Newfoundland. I wouldn't quite classify this as small town news, but it is friggin' hilarious either way. Apparently every year in the St. John's Santa Claus Parade, Santa is not the main attraction. Oh, I saw this. Instead, it's a mascot that looks like a cylinder of baloney. Mm-hmm. His name is Mr. Big Stick, and he is a product of Maple Leaf Foods. And I guess baloney is just huge in Atlantic Canada, which I didn't know about. Oh, yeah. Really? Baloney's massive there. Fried baloney sandwiches, it's just, it's it's part of their identity now. You know how, uh, like, everybody has those, yeah, it's totally, I don't know why or how that began, <laughs> but yes, baloney is massive there. Some clever marketing, maybe, but. Oh, my God. Um, I guess people go to this parade. Not to see Santa, but to see Mr. Big Stick. Well, I mean, Santa's lots of places during this time of year, so I understand. Mr. Big Stick, probably harder to see. You can't go sit on Mr. Big Stick's knee at the mall. Well, I mean, you probably could, but you shouldn't. So, (laughs) I just came out wrong. Just the way Um, even Mr. Big Stick's... I also, I cannot stress just how much Mr. Big Stick looks like a penis. And I think like that's he, intentional. You, like when you see be. Mr. Big Stick, you're like, that it is has to be. That is a pork sword. <laughs> that is not a baloney cylinder. No. Okay? That is somebody's sneasel for that sure. That is a lethal weapon right there. I that would is. like to read from this article from yes, Global please. that Carly sent me. Please. I'm just gonna, This is funny in itself. Amanda Pierce works at White's Mini Mart, which is one of several
several St. John's convenience stores selling bologna. She said people get super excited about it. Oh, God. We can sell upwards of four big sticks a week, if not more, Pierce said in an interview. I think it's an easy meal. You can make a quick sandwich or quick fry it up. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Pierce said she doesn't eat bologna much herself, but when she does, she likes it barbecued or served with eggs for breakfast. Don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. It's just... This is the news. Uh, <laughs> so excited. Mr. Big Stick. He gets so excited. Come this on. pink cylinder dancing in the parade, waving. So, That's a penis. It's a wood mitten. That's a penis. It's somebody's pork sword. VNS in 20 minutes or less. Etymology with Shauna. So I was asked to look up the etymology of the word ooze. Ooh, ooze is a good word, isn't it? It is a good word. Ooze. Ooze. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the secret of the ooze. Yeah, that's a great word. It also rhymes with one of my favorite words in the whole world, which is booze. Booze. It's a fun word to say, isn't it? Fuse. No, that's not quite as good. Booze is, though. And ooze. Booze. Uh, So it's actually a super old word. This is really quick. It comes from before the 12th century, uh, but it comes from the Middle English word ways, which means soft mud. And they think that comes from vesa, which means stagnant water or slime. Okay. And that's where it came from. So it kind of, it's funny because we've had just really gross words for really gross things for a very long time. <laughs> I find anything to do with something gross, we have a word for, and it's always very old. Do you think ooze is a gross word? I think it meat like it's, yeah, the, the visual of ooze is gross, right? If like, it, yeah. If you talk about something like oozing. Yeah. Oozing as a verb is gross. Yes. That's it, it all. Everything about oozing is is just gross to me. Um, but another quick one that I recently learned that I wanted to toss in is well, uh, the word Yucatan, as in the Yucatan Peninsula in Mexico. In Mexico, for example, is apparently derived from when Cortez was exploring the area, and the first Spanish explorers asked what the area was called, and the response they received was Yucatan. But it was actually a Yucatec Maya word at the time that just means I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> And they didn't know that. So Yucatan just means I don't understand what you're saying. What's this place called? Oh, yeah. I don't know what you're saying. Yeah. Mm, very good. Thank you. This, <laughs> this, this translation oh, my is, God, that's funny. I don't understand what you're saying. So there you go. That's where I got it saying. That is hilarious. Etymology with Shauna. VNS in 20 minutes or less. Yesterday you were talking about someone, is it someone you know personally who was sentenced to jail time for fraud? Mm-hmm. And they have three different options as to how to serve it. They can do four months in jail right up front. They can do seven months house arrest or one year of weekends in jail. Yes. So I got a message from a friend of the show, uh, and maybe I'll just leave them anonymous because I don't know if they want their name out there, but they had a roommate who was serving two years house arrest. And I didn't ask what for, no. but they said he was allowed to, to come and go from work, and that was it. He could go to, to work and back, and that was all he was allowed to do outside of the house. But six months in, he figured out his parole officer's schedule, when the parole officer would come by, when he would call the check-in, Oh God! and then just lived his life normally otherwise. So... Even though he was under house arrest, he just continued to live his life. He just knew when he had to be at home. I mean, clever on his part, but also, like, aren't you risking more jail time if you do that? I would think like, so. I, would, like, I wouldn't know. I, I would want to get it over with and not risk more of that. What would, the so. co- what would the consequences be for being in breach of parole? Yeah. But, I mean, the difference between 
a year and a half of just being out in the world and a year and a half of being stuck at home is a big difference, isn't it? Yeah, until you had two more years of that because you frigged yeah. up. Well, that's but, why I wonder what the consequences yeah. were. Hmm. Um, but he said as long as he was around to answer the landline when the parole officer called or to show ID at the door, he was good. I'm thinking the parole officer probably should have maybe switched made, it up a bit. No kidding. <laughs> Dropped it at more sporadic intervals. Yeah, Yeah, you'd think so. Do you remember early on in COVID when, like they said, the police would check in on people who had tested positive? They would check in at random times. Mm -hmm. Do you know anybody who that happened to? I heard of it happening. Really? Yes. I forget to whom, but I remember hearing like somebody was was talking about that happening. And I was like, what? I can't believe that actually happened. But yeah, I think once I heard one rumbling of it. That was it. Who got checked in on by the police after checking testing positive? And I mean, now there'd be so many positive tests you couldn't, right? Maybe yeah. early on. Yeah, there were a lot of news uh, articles about people who were actually dropped in on as well, yeah. but not in Canada that I remember. But anyway, this friend of the show was saying one night they were out with this guy who was supposed to be at home on house arrest. He was in the passenger seat, mm -hmm. and they pulled through a police check stop. And he was afraid they were going to ask him for ID. Oh, so he opened the door and just ran off into the night. And the the police said to the driver, what's that guy's problem? <laughs> he just needed to go for a one run. That's all. <laughs> he wasn't feeling Real good. Real agent either. for a marathon. <laughs> if, uh, if you're on house arrest, can you have people over like, as long as you don't leave? That's a damn good question, because like, that would totally change things. Would it ever? You could still... You, okay, we're partying at my house every yeah, weekend every day, for the next actually. however long I'm on house arrest for. Yeah, that would change it a lot. It would really change it, but if you weren't allowed to have guests, then, then you'd no. really be alone. It would suck. So, yeah. What's that guy's problem? <laughs> <laughs> they just wanted to know if the driver had been drinking. They didn't care who that guy was <laughs> as he runs into the night. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. So every time I submit something to our work benefits program... Uh, which, you know, like I had to get contacts the other day, so I wanted to submit it. They always ask, was this claim a result of a workplace injury? Which, of course, is a standard question for your health coverage. But every time I get asked that, I absolutely kill myself just envisioning <laughs> that it was the result of a radio DJ injury. Yes. Why? Yes, it was. Yeah. Pretty tough to get hurt here. Oh, my gosh. A, a very dangerous <laughs> job we have. We've talked about dangerous jobs and the most dangerous jobs out there before. And I was like, I think our job may be the number one safest job you could have. Well, we're in here for sure. Yes. I have been injured outside of the station. Yeah. Do you remember when we, we did like a, the mountain bike park? Oh, yeah. At uh, Windsport. Mm -hmm. And then I fell off the bike and rolled through a thicket of thistles. Do you, and I was picking them out of me. I, okay, you're so. right. And I don't want to talk about the indoor park when we were on the bikes. And you remember the bruise that formed on the back oh, of my yeah. leg? Oh, yeah. Because at Beeline Indoor Bike Park, you fell off and stopped the back tire with your leg. And actually smelt burning skin. It was so bad. It was one of the worst bruises I've ever had. So you're right. Okay, outside of the studio. But that's not to do with our actual job, right? One time like, I was dropping sockets on you in here, like WWE sockets, and I hit my finger on the which is, desk and ripped my nail off. That was bad. That's the worst. That's that really what, like hitting a button, right? That's about as hard as we can injure ourselves. Yeah. Okay. I was trying to think, though. I was like, what other are the safest jobs out there? What would, What would the safest jobs be? Yeah, like any desk job, really. Yeah, like telemarketers? Yeah. Accountants? Anything that you, kind of thing? You don't really interact with the public face-to-face. -face. Perhaps a librarian? Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. You have to interact with the public you do, then, yeah. so that could, yeah. could be scary. 
my yeah. brain. Maybe I mean, more of a in, dangerous job. You bring in the public, and there's... It's true. That heightens the risk automatically, like right? Like here, I mean, we have bulletproof glass. We do. So, I mean, if we're in the station, we're pretty secure. Although, maybe the worst injury I can remember is a friend of ours who pooped himself live on the air. Again, not really an injury. Not an injury. Wouldn't have to, like file a claim for that mentally scarring though definitely he had to phone the boss in the middle of the show and was like i pooped myself and then hung up and went home one of our friends years and years ago participated this is when he was working in a small town and was trying to you know cut his teeth make a name for himself he participated in that rodeo event where four people sit at a poker table oh yeah and they let a bull loose in the ring and the last person to get up wins and Why he, he decided got yardied to by the bull. And that like, wasn't a requirement. He decided to do that. Yeah, and I'm like, again, so, yeah, if we do that kind of thing, then that's where we get injured. But or like, oh my God. Justin's facing, I think is it tomorrow, Justin's facing slap shots from the Calgary Canucks because he raised a thousand bucks for Movember. Yeah. So I, there's a risk there. Yes. Right? Yeah. But again, but again these are things here. that we're signing ourselves up for. <laughs> like if we just sit in this physical studio, it is very difficult to enter. I did fall off the chair once. Mm. That would be about it. But Pretty honestly, tough to get hurt in here. Pretty, pretty tough pretty to tough. do that. Yeah. DNS in 20 minutes or less. There's this ad that keeps popping up on my social feeds. Uh, and it's encouraging you to buy your girlfriend a pair of panties with your face on them. That's not creepy at all. Here, I recorded the ad for you. Get your girlfriend panties with your face on them. These are crazy. Man. That's crazy. That's it. That's the ad. I mean, <laughs> it's obviously a joke. Like a gag gift. I, it could be pretty funny gag gift. It could be a funny gag gift for sure, but I think it should be emphasized that unless you are absolutely certain that your partner would get a kick out of Panties with your face on them. Don't do it. Don't if you're not sure. If you're don't take the chance. If you're in a fairly new relationship, I wouldn't go with the face panties. The face the, panties the, is, is face, a risk. Your face on it. Uh, don't don't. Also, uh, side note: don't give them to your family either. No, no not like mom or dad, sister, sister. Definitely oh, face panties. Cool. Yeah. Unless you're from Saskatchewan, and then maybe to your cousin, maybe but, to a hot cousin. That's yeah, okay. that that would be about it's it. A proud Saskatchewan tradition. Holy hell. <laughs> <laughs> and make sure you have plenty of real gifts to go along. Yes. Well, you can't just get face panties. No. How much are it's they, did it say? I didn't look into it because I don't think McKenna would go. For, I, how much are face panties going to run you? How much for a pair of face panties? Yeah. Um, oh, my lordy be. Yep. But, I mean, this company must have spent a fortune on this digital ad campaign just based on the number of times it's been served to me. Interesting because I've never, Either, I haven't seen it yet. Well, maybe they only target men with it. Either that or they think I'm exactly the kind of guy who would buy face panties and I'm a little bit insulted by that. I mean, so. it kind of you kind of are. You you I strike you as a face panties kind of guy. Kinda guy. Maybe again more for your cousins, but yeah, I like I've they're never, they're almost they're right there. Like, I am really not close face to that. panties kind of guy. You are a face panties kind of oh, guy. Disrespect. DNS in 20 minutes or less. A Calgary Heritage moment. If you've ever seen or heard a helicopter circling around Calgary, there's a good chance it was one of the Hawks Police Helicopters. Hawks stands for Helicopter Air Watch for Community Safety, and it's a division of the police that works full-time within the city. In fact, Calgary Police was the first municipal police agency in Canada to have a full-time patrol helicopter. This program began in 1995 and since then has operated 24 hours a day, responding to calls such as police chases, drunk drivers, missing persons, speeding vehicles, and other life-threatening incidents within the city. 
The reason this program exists is unfortunately not a happy one. It all started in 1995 in honor of Constable Rick Sonnenberg, who was struck by a stolen vehicle. He was placing a spike belt on Deerfoot Trail while attempting to stop a fleeing driver when he was hit. He died on scene. Sergeant Sonnenberg's sister wanted to ensure that other officers weren't killed in a similar fashion, so she started the Rick Sonnenberg Memorial Society. The aim of the society was to procure a helicopter which could assist in dangerous situations from the air, which is much safer than from the ground. The society raised $1.8 million to purchase the first Hawks helicopter, and on June 30th, 1995, this helicopter was presented to Calgary Police. Since then, several upgrades have been made to assist Calgary police with the best technology, and it certainly helps. With a Hawks helicopter, the police can get from one end of the city to the other in just eight minutes, meaning Hawks is the first on scene in 80% of their calls. In 2019 alone, Hawks responded to 4,121 calls, which resulted in 761 arrests and 2,366 charges. And although the number of lives saved is hard to quantify, Hawks has certainly kept officers and the public out of danger on many occasions. A memorial for Constable Rick Sonnenberg is printed on the helicopter itself, and his legacy will continue to live on within the Hawks Police Program. So next time you see a Hawks helicopter flying around, think of him and the number of lives he's saved. This has been a Calgary Heritage Moment. You've been listening to the Beyond S in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. Want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at x929.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 minutes or less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.